We all have people in our lives who we look up to and people who we reach out to to ask those questions that we just can't seem to answer by ourselves. People who are further along in their path or more experienced in a place or an area of research that that we're not familiar with. For me, Joel Johannesson is that guy when it comes to pretty much everything related to consciousness, the human being, and what it is we're doing on this planet, the different sorts of complexities and nuances of the universe, physics, and the history of how we became who we are today on a very, very deep level. So today... Today, our goal is to answer a few questions with the under, sort of the undercurrent being, how do we maximize our time on this earth, not in a productivity sense, but in an experiential sense at a fundamental level of how we interface with the other frequencies of energy and matter around us. And that sounds deep. But we're going to break it down by asking a few questions. First of all, what is the human being? What actually are we? Are we these physical bodies or is there something beneath us, the soul and the spirit, as Joel talks about, that actually makes us who we are? And next, how do we actually raise our vibrational frequencies so that we can be more in tune with the universe, more in tune with the people around us and avoid disease, depression, negative thoughts, and negative experiences. Ultimately, the question is, why does this all matter? Why have a conversation like this? Joel answers that question, and I provide my insight, but, but without me blabbering on anymore, let's get into it. Joel Johannesson. Back for round two? Round two. Welcome to a different, different studio location here, but uh, we're going to progress from our previous conversation. If anyone wants a little more background on uh, a little basis. This will be a standalone conversation totally by itself, but there's a whole nother hour and a half that you told your story a little bit and we got into kind of the book that you wrote, Doors. And today we're going to go from there. How are you feeling? (laughs) I'm feeling fantastic. Great. Well, yeah. um, good. Thank you. Yeah. It's a good vibe in here. You got a new, uh, new crib. Looks great. Yeah. Excited. I'm super excited. Um, This room, yeah, it's always funny how a different room carries different energy and kind of a next phase in the podcast as we hit number 18 here. And when we did the first one, it was, I was sweating and nervous. I still am a little bit, but not, not as much as uh, repetition number one. So super excited to have you in here today. I think the overall theme of what we're hoping to get at today, if um, you want to kind of start off on what defining what is the human being from there um a lot of our conversations outside the podcast and i think what this pot what i'd love to have in this conversation is how do you raise your vibrational frequency how do you explore consciousness in my words um and some different ways to do that sweet the fan just went off um so that's kind of a little bit of a structure for what we're going to talk about today some different things that you do that have been work that have worked for you but let's start with what is What is the human being? Why is that question important? Wow. Yeah. I'm Um, just kicking us off here. Yeah, no, that's great. We'll stumble in. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I wrote a bit about this in the book Adores. You know what? What is the human? And the human being is is an aspect of of the Almighty Creator. Some people call it God. Some people call it Allah. Some people you can call it whatever you want. Uh, but it is that seed that has produced us into manifestation. So of that seed, what has grown and what aspects of that seed are there? So we have the body, which is the, which is the biology, which is the casing, which in cases what? Um, some people call it consciousness. Some people call it life force. Um, so what is that? So there's aspects of the emotional bodies, there's the mental bodies, and, you know, the um, Eastern religions have been (laughs) dissecting this sort of information for many, many, many years. Lots of books on it, but I think to bring it down into truly how I see it is that we are a trillion cells vibrating. They're a colony which makes up our actual body, which makes up the organs, right? Which makes up the liver, the heart, the skin. So that is a shell. That's like a light bulb. That's the, uh, that's the casing. Yeah. So what's inside of the light bulb is the filament, right? right. The filament. So what is that? That's the life force. That's the thing that shines. That's the thing that vibrates, right? So... Um, the elements of that are a, uh, a spirit. And um, another aspect is the soul. Mm-hmm. So some people go, well, what's the difference between yeah. the spirit and the soul? And that's we, something we, we talked about a little bit on the first conversation, which was very illuminating for me. So maybe just touch on that again. Yeah, well, um, the the spirit is omnipresent, omnipotent. It is a higher aspect of ourselves. It is us. However, it is a uh, it is an aspect of us that is outside of, of this reality, outside of time and space. There is no time where our true spirit resides. And if we actually call upon our own spirit to help us through anything, it will. But it won't do it without, without um, our um, our asking. Mm. So people say, "Why that is me?" However, our spirit, I believe that that aspect of ourselves basically has an experience of us here in this reality. Right. It is experiencing through us, as in as is all actual consciousness, all um, all knowing. So, this is the spirit then that universal consciousness? Is that another way of saying the spirit? It is a part of that, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, the ocean. You know, you get a, a you get a, a drop out of the ocean. Is it, is it actually still the ocean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an aspect of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Well, I, like, I really like that analogy of the light bulb as well. Like the body is encasing this little thing right there. And I think if our goal for this conversation is to talk about how to kind of get that light bulb flashing in the right frequency, um, 
is and some of the techniques and maybe just first why does it even matter why should people be listening to conversations about consciousness thinking about this as an important part of their growth or their life or their journey what's important about it isn't that isn't that the question of the of the century of the ages you know it's like why why should we even talk about this why is it important well i think there's many control systems out there that don't want the human being to think about this kind of stuff. They want to think about how the human being consumes. Um, how many pails of coal can they bring up from the mines? How many, how many little, little more little slaves can we, can we, uh, can we bring into this world? So the, the control systems, right? do not want the human being to evolve. They want to depress the human being into the understanding and the mental construct of there's nothing outside of oneself. Success is how many houses you have, how many, how many, how many cars you drive, which you can only drive one at a time, right? <laughs> Right. Um, and so, and so, these constructs that we've created we, that we think are so so important to keep the consumer, to keep keep consumerism, to keep working, to keep trudging along, and to keep having having little babies that are more slaves. Right? So, um, why is it important to? Well, I, yeah. I, maybe you stop here for a second. Yeah. I think it's an interesting point that you bring up these constructs that are created, whether it be intentionally by some people who have an incredible amount of power at the very top of the corporate world back in the early 1900s, for example, in the diamond industry, they're able to basically create an ad campaign and manipulate the entire price of diamonds, sell this entire myth to the entire Western culture that diamonds are this valuable rock that you should give to your wife or loved one when you marry them in actuality that diamond they have lots of diamonds there's much more rare rocks like things like that i believe it goes back to why we should care you got an answer on and that? the uh well <laughs> i do sorry sorry to um, <laughs> no i do well the understanding of of who what and why who, who is um who are we and what are we and why are we here? And when we look at constructs, as you said, social constructs, we're all in agreement with. We, we agreed what is ugly and we agree what is beautiful. We agree what is positive and we, we agree what is negative. We agree what is evil and we agree what is what what is what is good or what's what's benevolent the truth is there is there there is none it is what it is and there and these are are all judgments that we put on things that to to um, make sense of this reality of illusion to make our, our actual manifest world but they really don't exist and that's and that's I think a a very challenging thing for people 
And that goes into awareness, which is an aspect of actual consciousness. So um, when the when the telephone was invented, it blew people's minds. It's like, well, I'm here physically, mm-hmm. but I'm talking and this other person that's not in my room, not far away, can hear me. So how can I be there and here? Mm-hmm. And so then the TV came around. And people freaked out about the TV. Freaked out. These are images. Society is going to be ruined. Oh, it's it's the devil because they couldn't understand it, right? Mm -hmm. So um, putting oneself outside of the body and being able to project an aspect of self, which is in the telephone, is the voice into Mm -hmm. some other land was incredible. And since then, within a hundred years, we're we're at uh, the state of the internet, where everything is at our fingertips. Well, what they want us to see anyway, mm. right? Which is an escalation of of actual consciousness in a way. The next level is is artificial intelligence, AI. Right. I think we should get into that a little bit. I'd love to hear your perspective yeah. on that. I was- Absolutely. I have a guest on pretty soon who um, is a specialist in ethics and AI and machine learning. Oh, Be man. Pretty... I, think, I think the best ethical thing is not to do it. <laughs> but if it's inevitable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into but, it. So, so, so just, yeah. just, just to follow this up. And why then, should someone care about consciousness? Why should someone care about bettering themselves? Right. Or is, is even that about even bettering themselves, what does that mean? Mm. So I think at the, at, the, at the absolute root level, it's about truth. What is truth? Not opinion, not a judgment, yeah. but what is absolute truth? And there's only a handful of absolute, absolute truths. Um, just to back up, though, just, just a little bit, and we'll circle this back around of why it's important, mm-hmm. right? Why, sh- why are we even talking about this? Why do you yeah. have me on, why and why do I write a book, and yeah. why, you know, <laughs> well, why don't I just go and, you know, and... Uh, yeah. You could do anything with your time right now. Yeah. Why yeah. do you care about I'm coming in make and money so your, I can yeah. go buy some more shit that right. I don't need? Right, I could be it's working, just stuff, too. yeah. Right? So I can, what, <laughs> feel, feel good about myself? So others can look at me as a success. See the, and I like actually, what you're getting at here. And, and, and actually, where does that come from? Mm-hmm. Comes from the family. Comes from comes from my dad. Comes from comes from society. Mm-hmm. These are the constructs. And if we continue, we'll, we're in vibration or resonance with it because we see it. Otherwise, we won't be talking about it. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're all c- complicit in this illusion. However, you can be of be be in the world, but be not of the world, and that's the observational role mm-hmm. of actual consciousness. So, once again, the spirit is observing. I see. It's learning through through you, but it is observing part of it necessarily. Exactly. Well, it's it's outside of actual time and space. It's everywhere, but nowhere. Right. So, just just to cover up the uh, cover up uh, the. Um, just to, to, to go back to the light bulb. So, yeah, if you look at the actual casing of the light bulb and the, you know, that's the body and the filament in there could be the associated with the spirit. And then the actual base of it is the soul. So the soul plugs it in 
here we are in this reality. So it's plugged into this this time and space reality, which is a which is a, a dimension all of its own. Mm. Every moment we have is a is a dimension unto itself. So the core of the soul can be plugged into any lifetime, really, and it holds that uh, memory. And I think we spoke about this yeah. a lot in the first we one. Did. So yeah. that was a really interesting part. And so um, the soul records all this, and it it can be plugged into any of these realities. And the spirit is the light. It's the it's the uh, it's the uh, it's the true essence of who we are that's the higher self that's the true self that's the god self yeah so one of the things last conversation that was huge for me was understanding the difference between spirit soul and physical body so i think we've kind of been talking about that and you've been talking about what are those like you're basically describing what those differences are correct i think that's a good fundamental starting spot for wherever we're going to go in this conversation is understanding the differences there. And then the other thing you mentioned was um, that time and each moment is a different dimension. You know, to me, I hear those words and I think that makes a lot of sense. Time, I've actually definitely experienced that time is not occurring on this linear trajectory where it's always at the same rate and there's only one timeline. Um, what evidence do you point to if someone were to say, "Ah, oh, you're crazy or something like that? Like, what are the types of things that lead you towards that understanding of time and the way that it works? Um, A little curveball for you there. No, that's, that's the, that's the next question. Cause there's, <laughs> cause, <laughs> cause there's the experiential realm. Right, which is my own experience. Um, then there's episodic, which I hear for, from other people, which is their experience. Uh, so it can from objective, which is mine, subjective, which is yours. Mm-hmm. And then we look at um, scientific, right? What's what's physics doing? What's particle physics doing? Right. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of ways to approach. And this then, question. how do we? How, right, and yeah. um, in and there's a lot of uh, interpretations of d- dimension as well, mm. and just really quickly, there's d- dimensions of time and space, and there's also uh, which relates to um, moments. So all we have is this moment. Right. Anything, uh, anything else is just an idea. It's an idea of something that happened in the past or an idea of something that may happen in the future. Those are all ideas. Now, I'm not saying that something in the past didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't matter. But it's not here now. Right. Now is now. So when you look at dimensional aspects, something that happened when I was five years old and had some trauma, that's at that moment that that trauma happened is locked in a dimension of its own. Mm. And to transform that dimension, we, since we're multidimensional beings in the now moment only, which is where we realize it or know it, Mm. same thing, we can go back time travel to that dimension 
change that change that dimension, which means that when I was five and something happened, I can change the idea of that. Mm-hmm. I think maybe speak to how trauma impacts. Let's say you do have something that happens to you at the age of five. Maybe it's not even necessarily the biggest trauma ever, but um, one of the things that you do is counsel people on um, de- whether it's depression or other mental things that people are trying to deal with. Um, how does trauma play into that? And maybe let's start talking about some of those things that can mitigate it or in a sense, go back and change that dimension in some way, change that, how we, how we are impacted by that trauma. And I think that's, that's the, that's the root of where we actually started mm-hmm. this as actually Kyle as well. Cause it's why, sh- why are we talking about this? Why should we care about, about that consciousness and what is it? Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, we are here to experience and to learn what we need to experience and learn for many, many things. Mostly it is to uh, prepare us for different levels of expression, which means that um, when we drop this body, where do we go, right? And what do we actually take with us on that journey? And as I said before, all this is being recorded in the soul and, and, and actually realized from the spirit. So the spirit knows it, it realizes it. And the, so the soul is the vehicle that brings those memories and experiences through time and space. True. Absolutely. That's a good way to, for me to distinguish between what the soul and the spirit is. Absolutely. That, that makes right. a lot of sense. Yep. And so... Um, the through this experience we have experiences right and some are organic and some are actually inorganic and by that i mean if it's organic these are things that are that are quote unquote natural naturally occurring our planet is is evolving it's put out different frequencies we're going through different parts of space where we're being hit by radiation that this planet has never seen and as electromagnetic beings, we're affected. Mm. It affects our light bulb. And that's not in the news, right? We don't, it's something that maybe is often overlooked is the impact of environmental impacts on us as people that come from outside of our actual earth. Absolutely. Right? They the don't talk about it because they yeah. can't do anything about right. it. Just we're getting so smoked people, by... So we're getting smoked by radiation, <laughs> not only solar radiation, but cosmic radiation. Yeah. We're being bombarded by actually... You know, this is, you know, this has just been on the news of there's a recurring RF or frequency, radio frequency from deep space. I've heard about this. That happens every 16.3 days. And they're finally talking about it? Wait, I thought well, that's... I don't know if they're talking about it. They don't know what it is. They don't know where it's coming from, but it, it happens, right? So this is a recurring... So. That's just a slight thing, but these. Mm-hmm. But my point is that we're being bombarded, and whereas electromagnetic yeah. beings, our body, right, and our mind and our brain, basically, which, which, which mind is a function of the brain. It's not. It's, it is not the brain. You can't see your mind. Can't find your mind on a 
right. on, an, uh, on, an, on an anatomy chart. Right. When they say you lose your mind, it's like, where'd it go? You know? <laughs> right. You never, you, maybe you never had it. Um, <laughs> so, um, so all these, so the, these are organic actual forces. These are uh, part of the planet growing up, part of the planet ascending. And um, us being so closely tied to this planet, mm-hmm. right? We're affected. We basically are this planet, right? A, a lot of, um, you know, we are the dirt. We're, our bodies are, you talked about those trillion cells. We're all the same. That there's certain aspects of yourself, right? That are tied in, into the rhythms of the planet, mm-hmm. right? And the planet changes and we don't change what happens. People go mad, they go insane, they get sick. So as part of consciousness, understand the question is why should we care? It's, yep. it's, it's how, do you wanna, how do you wanna experience um, as, as everything else is changing around you, are you, are you gonna be observant to that, to that change? Or are you gonna be locked in some construct or some inorganic right. function or force that's, that's keeping you down right. on purpose. And what is that purpose? So the inorganic things are, are things that are not natural or get in the, um, the way of the progression. So these can be off-planet beings, which is a whole other aspect, right? These are entities and beings that are not um, naturally from this planet. And then we have the governmental forces. We have DARPA. We have we have certain technologies now that emit things that um, create a response in the human being. This is proven. This is this is out there. So, um, so that's the that's the that's the inorganic forces. So we have mm. the organic forces, which are big enough. And on top of that, we have the inorganic forces of the c- control mechanisms, right? To There's keep a lot of the, shit going on out there. To keep the population <laughs> in control. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so uh, a higher level of understanding sees the truth in all this and then has a choice. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, that is why we're talking about consciousness. So we understand we have a choice. We aren't lab rats. We're human beings. We have an aspect of our spirit that's 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 the God force. We have our soul, which is the God force. We have this body that's 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 uh, enveloping all these things. So, how do we take care of our body? How do we uh, enrich our soul mm-hmm. so it has the experiences that it needs mm-hmm. that we need? And 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 what are the potentials which is a which is a quantum term that our spirit can help us with so when we're in control when we're in not control when we're in um, uh, unity with our spirit everything's possible and the first episode that we did was the infinite nature of life which was a lot of that, the, the fundamental point of, I guess, to answer, and it kind of that is why I care, right? Because the way you can experience life changes depending on 
how if you're willing if you're in a position where you can make that choice like you said and to me it's like having agency over your life feeling like you have agency over your life like you're in the driver's seat is so empowering and i feel that if you if if you think something else and whether you know it or not like there might be some other entity or some other construct that's driving you forward that's not truly you at your heart that's why a lot of what i've been thinking about and talking about lately is following your gut and something that we've talked about like what is the gut feeling like what are those inherent things that we can kind of hear from ourselves um in, in a way um but let's let's move forward and let's talk about some of the actual maybe th- real things that people can do to to um raise their vibrational frequency yeah it's there's a lot of talk about that right and there's people and, and every, there's thousands big of business. different things and yeah big 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 <laughs> big big business <laughs> Hey, you're, and, you're getting a toe in the business, right? You got it. And well, it, it, in a way, but it also goes into in the tent. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there that have great intent that right. want to help people, and there's others that might have started out that way, but um, probably aren't the best route to go. But the thing is, too, Kyle, it's like, what is vibration? You know, we bring that up, and yeah, and we we talked about I'm this. Using in the first that one. word as kind of betterment. Of the of of the of the human person beyond the physical. Well, it's 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 actually our Which the physical is part of it for sure. Uh, the different rates of vibration is different rates of frequency, and these are all radio stations. So if we're a radio station, we're sending out frequencies, right? We're receiving constantly, mm-hmm. and that's a whole other whole other aspect of how we do that, right? And how we how we clear up that that communication be able to dial in what we want because when we dial in what we want then it's resonance and 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 that thing comes to us we don't need to go anywhere right so um so which is an aspect of actual consciousness so to understand that there is forces out there is what just the the knowing you want to go into it? You can go do some research, and you know, there's a it's a it's a pretty deep rabbit hole, right? Um, but the 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 aspect of consciousness and the raising of one's vibration, which is the um, the way I look at it, is it's it is a uh, a factor of the heart. The heart was the first organ that's created in the fetus, right? Um, and I believe the heart, that, all the energy stems, and I believe that's the link to the to the energy to the to the filament, which is the uh, the spirit. So we have free will here. This aspect of self, this 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 Kyle that's sitting here, Joel, we have free will. My my thing is though, if we don't, if we're if if things aren't truthfully presented to us, that we have the the information to make a choice that's intelligent, that's all bullshit. Then it's mm-hmm. it's 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 falsity, mm-hmm. and that's where fear that's where fear comes in. How so? Fear when one doesn't know the truth, there's fear. When one knows the truth, there's no fear at all. 
you also said right before we got the mics, I want to have you quote one more other quote. It was kind of similar to that. What did you say about if you don't know what you're experiencing? Um, something like if you don't know what you're experiencing, you're not, it's going to cause problems for you or something like that. Like if we are experiencing life and we can't put it into our understanding of what we're going through, it's going to throw us haywire. We're going to freak out or something like that. And maybe that's, um, people are right now. I feel, and this is just my perspective. Like there's a lot of people. There's also, there's, of course, I think there's a trend just statistically in terms of people wanting to get into this world of self-help and growth and, there's billions of dollars being poured into that. And like you said, there are different, it matters the intent behind. And I think there's like real people that you can learn from real things that you can do. And then there's also bad kind of like rabbit holes that you can go down that can be distracting. I guess if we just take a step back and say like, why does someone want to put energy into this? Yeah. When things are shaken up, um, our sense of reality isn't isn't what we thought it was. Someone gets cancer. Somebody gets another health scare. Um, somebody is just so full of fear. Somebody doesn't understand their emotional end. Some trauma comes up from 20 years ago. Something's triggered and they, they don't have the tools to manage it. Um. So if the body is, in a, in a, is not in alignment with the soul and the spirit, there's dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Minds break. People go into psychological hospitals. They can't... They, they, they take their own lives. They take their own lives. Suicides are through the roof. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about this in the first one. Why are suicides through the roof at this, at, at, at this time? And um, That's really... A- Interesting question for me, I, I think. Well, many, many say that this is the end of a cycle. Uh, this is the harvest time, um, which um, the ancients have talked about. These are cycles within cycles within cycles. We're ending a big cycle right now. Um, and when we end this big cycle, the layers between realities, the layers between dimensional fields become very, very thin. Traumas traumas come up that wouldn't otherwise come up. So, um, but it's also a great time to elevate oneself to really jump up some octaves of, of, of actual consciousness or vibration to see things in a different way. I truly do. And believe, that's consciousness yeah. to see things in a different yeah. way, uh-huh. to see the truth yeah. and see more truth. I often say, you know, from my level of, from my, from my current level of misunderstanding. Right. Yeah. Cause it's, it, it's infinite. The amount of knowledge and truth is infinite. There is, there is no end point. People say, well, the end point is getting back to back home, back to creator. Well, Guess what? You're already home. Mm. That's the truth. There's nowhere to go. Mm. It's just a journey of constant learning, constant experience. So when things get out of rattled and 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 one's what what foundation piece is crumbled, 
and one feels like like their whole world has ended. Yeah. Why? Because they're based in this construct and they can't and they can't get out of it. Their 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 actual consciousness and awareness is is so ingrained. And they don't have the tools. They, yeah. You know that that's like the Matrix, right? Some people mm-hmm. want to wake up, and some people are are so ingrained that that they they'll die before they even um, even bring the thought of realization that this isn't real. This is a this is a holographic simulation. It's a fractal of of the larger hologram. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to the actual time and space thing as well. Mm-hmm. You can you so so the, the aspect of of getting higher consciousness, the understanding of truly what's truth at at at, at the level of consciousness where one is at, mm-hmm. the level of awareness, and then choosing to do something with it or not. But then there's free will and, and there's actual choice. Mm-hmm. So, um, to address things that have happened in the past and to resolve them, um, because unresolved issues are, are karma. There's an imbalance. Very true. That's very true. And I've seen that through my experience getting more interested in the realm of mental health, which is maybe something we can kind of dive a little bit more in on here. Um, to me, one of the biggest reasons why exploring your consciousness is so important is because it allows you to, in your words, maybe have the tools to deal with life's challenges and to have at least, uh, general answer to some of the questions of why we're on this earth. Some of those big existential questions that can kind of drive you crazy. If you don't come up with some sort of answer for them, like when I was 18 to 22, I was really toiling with a lot of those questions. And although I haven't answered them, I at least talked my brain to a point where I could move forward in my life without, without fully being able to answer a question. Right. Um, so that's just kind of my take on maybe why it's worth like looking at like why why care in a way. Um, you seem to me like someone who has relatively good mental health. You're always in a good spirit, at least or like good spirit, no pun intended. But you always have a good mood, and you're when I see you at the Bellevue Club or somewhere else, there's always good energy. And um, maybe like what's the connection between mental health and consciousness and vibrational frequencies boy that's really deep there's so many layers to that um however in our lives there's nothing to figure out there's nothing to fix when you fix something put a you put a band-aid on it or you bury it deep down Mm -hmm. right gonna fix this I don't want. I don't want to look at it. I bury it. People get sick. Um, it's going to manifest in some form, and probably not in a way that's going to be uh, very um, helpful for that being. So, in in. So instead of fixing it, one transforms it. To transform something, one has to have the um, 
the consciousness or the awareness to look at something new, to look at the truth that this is a contract that we've said that this is, but it doesn't have to be that way. We have the power to change things in a moment, in an instant. We can look at things in an entirely different way. What is that right there? That's, that's, a, that's a chair. Why is it a chair? Mm-hmm. Who named it a chair? Right? Can we look at this and, and, and you know, you sit in it, so it's a seat, and we know the, we know the function, right? right? But things can be re-known, mm. is what I'm saying. Fundamental things beyond just a chair. Yeah, fundamental. Everything can be renowned. Every single thing can be renowned. So why? Why? Why would want to renow it? How's it been working in the past? Mm. Are we living in someone else's idea of what it should be? When we have the power to create into what what we 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 choose it to be. Mm-hmm. So the. The and that's that's the essence. That's what the the controllers don't want us to know. The human being are powerful creators. We just forgot that, or it's been hidden from us. So, the, so the next question is, how do I do that? Raise your vibration. Why should I raise my vapor, my vibration so I can be more of aware of the truth? Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Well, you part of it is knowing, you know, you uh, to be more united with the spirit and the soul, to not tie yourself down into the ego. These are old teachings, right? Mm-hmm. But old is new again. Transforming into into something that actually makes makes some sense. And so, as you're more united with your spirit and your soul. One's mind is is the the result of the brain functions that are happening from from the reality that you're seeing from has changed, right? So yeah. So mental yeah. illness, right? What is mental illness? I think I think some of the I think it's some of the most intelligent, uh, uh, in touch people are in the psych ward, right? Why? Because they couldn't they couldn't function. They knew they they're. Something the the body couldn't handle the amount of energy and they blew a fuse. Mm. The brain couldn't couldn't handle the amount of, of vibration Something, frequency yeah. blew a fuse, right? Something like that, yeah. It was it was overcharged. You put you put a you put 150 you know 150 watts of power in a 100 watt bulb and things are gonna break. Sometimes though, it can burn bright for a little while and then go uh, something like that. Well, know? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I I really like what you're getting at here. So mental health is how do we, you know, there's a lot of mental health issues and people that are, that are committing suicide for one reason or, or mm-hmm. another, uh, road rage, people that are shooting people, people that are, mm-hmm. you know, so there's a few factors of that. One is, once again, there's the sense we're at the end of a cycle, the worlds are getting a little mixed. Mm-hmm. So people are seeing things and hearing things that they wouldn't otherwise hear and see. Mm-hmm. And if they aren't, uh, if, if the bodies aren't vibrating properly in unison with their spirit and their soul, they're more susceptible to these energies. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that will, okay. that will make Let them s- do something yeah. that they're, 
you know, how many times do you hear on the news, that wasn't me? Well, that was so unlike this guy. You know, who, you hear it all who the time, was it? Right? Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I don't know what overcame me or something like that. So part of, part of, yeah, part of it is what we put into our bodies, what we choose to put in our, our bodies that either raise our vibration, which uh, the functioning, right? Raise our vibration, which is c- communication to truths mm-hmm. slash consciousness or descend um, into um, fear. Mm-hmm. One of the things that you just mentioned was create, create, creating creativity. This is the Adventure Creator Podcast. And one of the things that, one of the taglines is that we all have this need for adventure and creativity. It's what unites us. And it's what, it's one thing that brings, for me, a lot of purpose and fulfillment and passion. So how, if, if we can agree that like some sort of creating or having control over yourself or your experience in this world is important. What are some of those practices that you can actually apply to maybe even on a daily basis, make sure that you're creating the life that you want to live, not falling into the social constructs, or maybe even how do you, the first question maybe is how do you find where you are not aligned with your soul and your spirit? What values you have that actually should be renowned or changed or what thing, what understandings you have? Like, how do you even start to uncover that stuff? And then from there, like, what are some practices that, that you would, you would recommend to somebody who's maybe just sitting here thinking, Oh, you know, a bunch of great conversation about consciousness and this and that, but tactically, like what are the ways besides just kind of having an open mind and maybe for me is having conversation like this with you and testing my understandings and trying to fit what you're telling me into what I understand about the world. And then, Oh, maybe something you say doesn't line up. Then I have to come to grips with that. But anything else that you'd say? Yeah. I'll, I'll shut up now. No, that was, that was, that's a great, <laughs> that, that's, that's a great question. It really gets to the, gets to, to the root of the, of the, uh, of the experience. So we're all different. Everybody is vibrating in a different state, which means that we all have a different level of consciousness and knowing, right? So the idea of being a creator being and what we want to create and why we want to create what we think that we want. So Hearing, hearing things like we're, we're discussing now and other, and other types of, of information out there is more like turrets or little seeds that may grow. When someone is ready, they are ready. When they aren't ready, they, look, they, they won't do anything about it. Or they're so stuck in a belief system that they, there's no way that they've even gotten this far into the podcast. Yeah, they're right. they're out, they're out. Yeah, yeah. no it's, worries. There's no way. Um, so we'll have to cut this little part and then put it at the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> if you've gone this the far, magic of technology. <laughs> That's funny. So the number one thing is, you know, what do you want? Being very clear in, in one's intent. What do you truly want, and why do you want it? You know, the old thing is, is be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. 
that's creation. That's manifestation. Mm. People think, oh, I want to win the lottery. I need this. I need that. Well, you know what? Who is saying that? That's coming from the small self-ego, and, that, and that's not what it's about. Those are the constructs that are built that we talked about that keeps people in low in frequency and vibration and consciousness and in fear. They're afraid of, 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 they're afraid of losing what they have, right? Or they're even in, in, they're thriving to get something that, mm-hmm. that they want mm-hmm. at all costs. So the idea then is, okay, so, okay, that's all well and good. So I don't know what the fuck I want. I, I think that I, I want to be happy. Well, what does happy mean? And who wants to be happy? Why aren't you happy now? Where's the joy? Well, because I don't have the house I want. When I get the house, I'll be happy. Okay. When my kid's off of drugs, I'll be happy. Okay. Great. That happens and what happens. It's, it's, ne- it's never ending. That's because it's coming from the small self, the mm-hmm. ego. Which there's nothing wrong with that. We all, it's, it's, a, it's an aspect of ourself mm-hmm. that's there. It's a beautiful thing. That's 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 not all there is. I see Kyle here. I see Kyle as the as the man, but I see Kyle as the God. I see Kyle glowing, not God. God, you're an aspect of it. You're a, you're a divine being that's glowing. That's truly who you are. So, um, in in looking at things of what to manifest and why one wants something that they believe they want. You know, it's one of the, the most powerful things that somebody can do. And this is such, you know, we talked about this on the first one, but is to look within themselves and to quiet everything about themselves. And people say, I can't quiet myself. It is what it is. Spend some time knowing who you are. And as that experience is, there's nothing, there's nothing more powerful than having your own experience. I've had thousands of surreal experiences that, would, that people wouldn't believe. Yeah. That's my subjective experience. Mm-hmm. I can say it. People may be, be good entertainment. <laughs> But I'm thinking, so that's not what that's, it doesn't feel right for me to do it. Um, One thing you just mentioned, which I think is super interesting. I'm 25. A lot of the people that I know are around my age and they, a lot of us wake up every day and we think we need to put more money in this bank account so that I can get to unlock these different things like buy a house or have a retirement or things like that. And we're often preached to in school of the time value of money. And I just had this thought of there's the time value of money, but money is not the only part of the equation in terms of what we're talking about here. And the point of why we're even on this planet in the first place, of course, is not just money, but beyond that, why is it important to invest your awareness and energy and love at a young age and maybe what would you tell yourself at the age of 25? Hey, go explore this or go pull on this. Or would you ask yourself that question? What do you want and why do you want it? 
is, does that open up any sort of um, wisdom that you can share? Well, that's a great question. That's an awesome question. Um, I am never, I never said, and nor would I ever say that, that we live in this world by choice in this reality and, and we need to feed ourselves. We need a house. We need a roof over our head. Mm -hmm. I mean, a house and a roof over our head, right? So money is, is important. It's how we, it's how we approach and, and what, what power we give it. That's, that's, that's important. How do we look at money? What's our relationship with it? Right. Cause it's just a resource. It's really not even real. It allows us to do something else. The true investment of why we're here is to experience, is to love each other and to understand our true selves. And the investment in ourselves, in our spirit, in our soul, in this, in this body is to look and, and, and carry these experiences into the next Blank, mm. whatever one believes in. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you with certainty that there is a next. Doesn't end. I agree. And, and, I agree. I don't have evidence. I, <laughs> I, I am 100% sure. Okay. So having, having that is what do you wish to bring in into that next? Carnation right. or that next level of being. And what we do here matters. What we think here matters. It matters in multi-level ways. It matters to our spirit. It matters to our soul. I feel like there's a little bit of a attitude like live it up and just do life and it, nothing matters. Like that's kind of in music and culture a little bit in the Western that's world. That's that's an Aleister Crowley. Uh, <laughs> do, do thou'st will or do do thou'st will. Um, Aleister Crowley was a, was a turn of the century Satanist. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've heard the name, but I don't know too much about him. Aleister Crowley back in back in the turn of the century in the tens and nineteen tens or twenties. He he was he was a rock star. He was an adventurer. He was born into money. He was the he's written many many books. Um, followers were Led Zeppelin, mm. Jimmy Page, um, many, many people that you wouldn't think would follow a Satanist. Um, but he, he, he channeled a being, he wrote a book about it. Uh, some sort of satanic his being. His whole thing was, well, he was, he was the one that actually coined the, the term 666, which is the, which is the mark of the beast. It's amazing um, how widespread that number has become. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and then there's many other 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 actual connotations of six six six. Like we have six atoms of carbon and six of something, six of something. So six 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 is actually the composition of the of the of the human being. Mm. Um, but his thing was do that as well. So he had orgies with. Men, women, kids, animals—he didn't—he didn't care. 
and he wrote about it and he he did psychedelics and he he did LSD and he did all the drugs and that was his lifestyle right hmm. um so that's 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 an experience that he did and had and he put forth on this planet but the, the, the idea is, you know, is that good or bad? You know, good or bad in the, in, the, in the higher aspect of things. It just is, and that's what's his experience. And if you chose to agree with it, mm. be in resonance with it, you might have, might have joined him mm. or not. And then you learn through that experience. Hitler too, you yeah. know. This is controversy. Hitler was Hitler good or bad? Was he evil? Well, no one's inherently evil. Right. We're all of God, no matter what, because either everything is or nothing is. So the actual kingdom is everywhere. We are home. People say Hitler's the devil. Yeah. Um, who's the devil? Uh, also, have you heard <laughs> of the name Jordan Peterson? Uh, no, I don't one thing, so. maybe you'll have a take on this, but I, I'm going to, I don't exactly, we'll be able to replicate his take on it. But he basically says, if, you know, if you put yourself in the shoes of someone who's in 1930s Germany and you've got this leader who's doing these things, like it's easy for us now in 2020 to sit here in a different time and a different culture and say, oh, I would never would have allowed that. I would have been one of the few people protesting in the streets, but the reality is we pro most of us would probably have just been complicit with what was going on and w whatever happened happened. But he likes, he, and I agree they see a lot of value in trying to analyze what we are as humans through that lens, rather than through the ignorant lens of, I never would have been that person. What, what would have like, what would it actually have been like to be there? And why is it from a, he's a psychologist, a clinical psychologist. So like why from a psychology standpoint, do we buy into these massively evil and negative things at maybe a small benefit to ourselves? Well, maybe a hundred years from now, people will be wondering that about ourselves. In this empire, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's quite possible. Why didn't, why didn't, why didn't you go do something? Mm -hmm. Why didn't you protest socialism? Why didn't you protest Trump? Why didn't you protest the virus? Mm. You you let China do this, you'd right. But why did the Crusades happen? Right. Why why there's there's Holocausts throughout human history? You'd think that we would have learned somewhere along the way, right? That that's mm -hmm. probably not the best route to go. But then again, what's inorganic and what's organic? Mm. Do we choose to experience this and and do the same cycles over and over and over again without breaking that cycle. But to, so, um, what one chooses to yeah. experience and what one chooses to manifest and what chooses to put their awareness in and what one chooses to re know something in a different way hmm. now changes the frequency of that. It's that's reality. That's the basis of reality. So there's social, there's so so there's uh, social realities or social constructs. But we can choose to even even break those. But then why? Why would you want? You see, so that's 
that that goes back to what do you want? Yeah. And why do you want it? Yeah. I think for me, breaking the social constructs that were set up for me in terms of where I wanted to go in my career was like one of the greatest things that I've ever done. And in terms of just how much more passion for life um, and ability to experience the life that I want to live and at least feel like I have agency towards that path. So why, I mean, and I know we talked a little bit about your journey through marketing and the professional world, but um, how are you going forward, continuing down this path of uh, learning in general and growth? Cause me sitting here, I guess to round this out, me sitting here looking at you, it's like, you know, why if you should just, go to Hawaii and chill out and not spend too much more time thinking about this. To me, it seems like you've got a lot of stuff figured out, but what are you, what are you trying to push the envelope and learn and where are you putting your energies? You know, there's, there's no end point and there's no race. There's no ribbons at the end. We'll all get to the exact same place sooner or later. So in, in the, in the time, time, time doesn't exist. So if it takes you a million years, it takes me a billion years and we get back. So <clears throat> I really like that too. I think a lot of people struggle with this thing of like, oh, I'm 25 or 40 or 60 and I haven't done X, Y, and Z with my life, or maybe I made mistakes or have regrets. So to hear you say that there is no end and that when you actually realize the infinite nature of life, in the way that you have, you can, uh, you can forget about all those stresses and anxieties and, and maybe live in a better way. And I think that goes back to how much control one actually has controls an illusion, right? How to fix stuff, how to figure it out. There's no figuring out. Mm -hmm. The more you push, the harder it gets, the more you release it, you just flow like a river. So you're either sitting on the bank and you're waiting to get in or you hop on in and you realize that the current is strong. Get back, you swim against the current or you lie on your back and you float. You see what's going on around you. There's lots of ways to experience is what I'm saying. Yeah. And there is no right or a wrong way. But, the, but in, in the end, right, there is no end. But we will all get there sooner or later. My understanding is still unraveling. You know, I'm I'm producing a product called the Vive, V I V R E. Yeah, I was going to bring it up, but yeah, and that's part of interested. Yeah, well, it's 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 a it's a device. We spoke about it briefly in the first one. It's a device that that works from an app. So you select a program from the app and it sends a certain frequency through these two devices called the Vive. Vivre is short, is French for life. So frequencies, everything's, everything's vibrating in a frequency. You have a healthy frequency and you have unhealthy frequencies. You have balancing frequencies, you have unbalancing frequencies. So, so the app is, is full of different programs that will help somebody get into healthy resonance yep. with pain or with um, anxiety 
uh, blood flow, whatever, right? There's a frequency for everything because we're vibrating in different parts of our sub- are vibrating in different, different rates. So that's one, th- one way that I, I th- feel that I can help yep. humans and, and actually all, all animals because yep. it works on humans, animals, and plants. Everything's vibrating. Yeah, right? and it's, it's funny that, you know, this whole time I've been asking you what are ways that we can improve our or raise our vibrational frequency and I actually hadn't made the mental connection between literally that's what your product does, right? It, right. it puts it actually you can change you showed it to me a little bit but you can change on the app the the different frequencies it's almost like playing songs and each one is going to resonate with let's say um your liver or your knee or something like that exactly right yeah on the on the app it's very simple you know i'm a i'm a male and i have pain in my knee (laughs) right here's a program for that yeah um and and these frequencies are, are, are the actual key. And then you place the device on your knee, right? And your body will resonate, will come into resonance, mutual sympathetic resonance with that frequency. Over the course of a couple minutes, how long usually? Everyone's different. And actually some people never do. Hmm. Because that's another aspect, because some people are... They're, they don't want it to work. Some people have are here to experience, they've chosen to experience pain and death. You know what they're going to experience in this lifetime? Pain and death. Yep. So what do you choose? So, so which actually gets back to us. So that's, that is a, a product that I'm developing that, um, I believe will help a whole lot of people. And you don't take drugs. You don't shock yourself. You it's don't a have one gels. Time purchase, right? It's one not, time purchase, yeah. and you have unlimited programs on yeah. on the app. Which I actually um, was working on the Living to Two Hundred podcast. A little plug for that podcast, and I should introduce you to the host of that one, so you can go talk to him. Um, but w- one of the things he does is talk to different people who are creating different types of products in the biohacking and health space. Yep. And I think one of the things that they were talking about recently, they were talking about the red light therapy, but these products that are created one time, like what you're creating, you're making one thing, the customer buys it and then they don't come back to you necessarily to buy another product. Right. Those types of products are coming out now more because the large corporations didn't see as much value in those markets Mm -hmm. for those products. So like red light therapy, there's only a couple small companies because it requires all these small little units and it's not as profitable. So um, maybe you could speak to like, is your, your business, obviously you see it as a financial, something that you want to be financially successful, but also um, brings you some purpose and allows you to apply your understandings to helping people. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would hope that it, that it, that it produces some fair uh, exchange. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, my, right now I'm hoping, you know, to, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to, to create a, a center for healing. Yeah. You told me about and that. And so, you know, holistic healing and, and such, and, and to really get into um, the holistic overall, there's, 
overall aspect of, of what the person is. So in integrating that, the, the ego and the spirit in the, in the soul. Um, there is another, another thing that I, that I, I, I sort of passed up was, mm -hmm. oh, so before I do that, so here's a little story. So I was, I was testing the Vive mm -hmm. and I had it on me and, uh, okay, I went a little much. The average session is, I have some for seven minutes and some for 23, mm -hmm. 24 minutes. And that's about the average. You know, you really don't need much. But I was doing it for a few hours because I was <laughs> testing some certain things. what's going on. So I, I turned it all off and I'm laying there and I'm hearing this music. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm hearing this music. I'm like, where is that coming from? I'm looking around and I'm getting up and I make sure everything everything's off and not hearing anything in. I lay back down and I'm hearing this music. And I'm going, what the heck? And and I sit up and it's come, the, the vibration music's coming from my solar plexus. What the hell? Yeah. My body was playing music. It was, a, it was vibrating in wow. such, such a way, right? And then my diaphragm was was putting the vibrations into sound where people uh -huh. could hear. It was reverberating. Coming from inside, out, out of your yeah. throat or anything? Or no, from inside your gut? out of my body. Whoa. Right? Huh. I'm like... That's the power of these devices in terms of what it can do to you. It changes your frequency that much. It's, well, it's, it's, it it's bringing, right, it's bringing frequency in my body. You think that's healthy to get your with body to that point? <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, there's, there's healthy frequencies yeah. and there's unhealthy frequencies. Yeah. So I'm I'm really working with some of the the greatest um, sound healers. Uh, Jonathan Goldman, who's been 30 years in sound healing, very well known guy, um, legendary. Mm -hmm. So he's developing some programs. Sacred Sacred Sources is is, is also uh, making some programs as well as the, um, the Monroe Institute, mm -hmm. which uh, they've done binaural beats. They're one of the, the foundation pieces um, of, of out-of-body experiences um, and having sound elicit those out-of-body experiences. Different levels of actual consciousness that are brought on by binaural beats, mm -hmm. which are you put headphones on, you have a sound in your left and the sound in your right. It's just a little bit off. It's like a half a hertz off, right? So in the left ear, you hear a, uh, in the right ear, you hear a, uh, mm -hmm. but when you put them on, you hear a wow, 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 because your brain, yeah. And so this is layering. This is not just one, one actual tone, but sometimes they aren't the prettiest of tones. Mm-hmm. Even even with my device mm -hmm. layering, you really don't want to hear it yeah. too much. It's really not a pretty, pretty frequency. But mm -hmm. for for what we would consider a pleasant song, right? These are layering of tones of many many octaves. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, so the so, so the Monroe Institute is as well as has created some programs for for my product. So. Um, that's that is exciting. Yeah, but, that's super exciting. When can when is it going to be kind of publicly available for purchase? Uh, you can go on um, 
Vivre for Life, V-I-V-R-E-F-O-R-L-I-F-E, and actually actually take a look at it. Um, I'm hoping to get uh, the shipping in April or May. Um, I know you've put a lot of work and love and effort into that, so I'm definitely going to have to get one from you. Well, you know, yeah, thank you. Well, you know, the, the... being a being a hands-on conduit for healing is you bring in the in the light and comes out your hands and you place hands on the person, mm-hmm. right? And if that person accepts this energy, it will go where it needs to do, and heal the body. Um, Reiki, I do zimbate, do a lot of other things, right? But that's the that's the basics of any energy healing. If anyone calls themselves a healer, they they don't know what they're doing because they didn't really doing their healing. They're, they're, they're a conduit. Mm-hmm. They are not doing the healing. Yeah. Source healing, right? So I was, um, was figuring I can't do that with everybody. So can I, can I harness some of these frequencies through intent and through science and through to able to to um, to bring these frequencies and have people use them in their home. But um, I, I do want to actually to just just get back quickly on. Yeah, I just want to say it's awesome that you're able to to have that impact potentially on people. You know, it's like you're literally able. You know, you can't be everywhere at once. And um, what a what a gift that you're you seems like you're really taking advantage of the situation in terms of the technology and the science and taking even people like these top sound healers. That's great that you're bringing all these perspectives in. In an easy to use format. I mean, there's this type of stuff, sound healing and vibration and frequency have been around since day one. The drums, the flutes, the the violins, Tibetan bowls. These are all the same uh, idea of, of, of creating a, a frequency or sound and then having having the body absorb it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which which is also if you look at types of of actual meditation, and I hate using that word as we said because yeah. people only oh, get meditate. That's some you know yogi in a cave, <laughs> but it's actually how one truly understands one's own one one own one's own frequency. Mm. And if anybody can do any, any one thing is to quiet themselves, close their eyes, and just feel their own resonant frequency. Don't have to do anything else. You really don't have to try to feel it. You're just aware of it. And the beauty here is that when, 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 when you're out and about and you're feeling, you know, whereas we t- talked before, we're bombarded mm-hmm by organic and inorganic frequencies that change how we think. Fact. Change how we feel if we allow it. And if somebody's empathetic, right, or have more psychic skills than somebody else, which is being more aware, that's all it means, or just it's a skill. One can then choose what to, what to do with it. They aren't at the whim of every frequency that's hitting them, and we're bombarded. There's so much radio frequency out there that is unbelievable. Not to even mention what we talked about before, 
the inorganic, the organic ones that we're going through parts of the space mm-hmm. and we're the, the, the planet is being hit by these radio waves and microwaves and gamma rays and radioactive rays that the, the planet doesn't have the ability to filter out all these rays. It's trying. The, the planet is a being in itself. She's trying. Mm. And I hate trying because either you do or you don't. That's But it's Yoda. naturally pushing away, repelling that process. It does constantly. Otherwise, we'd be fried by the sun. Yeah. That's what we're protected by the atmosphere and everything. By the magnetosphere and by... But, but it weakens and it's disruptive and it doesn't quite... Because it's never had to do it before. So it's evolving. The planet is evolving as well. And I think we talked about this before. Is the plant, the, if the planet is evolving and, and, and changing its frequency, and you can look at this scientifically, you can look up the Schumann resonance, mm-hmm. S-C-H-U-M-A-N-N, and that's the frequency of the planet. And they actually measure this. Look at what it's and been it doing. Changes. It's been changed, been off the charts. Really? So that's a scientific way of saying, you know, the, the Earth's S- resonance is changing. What's going on, yeah. Which affects us, which affects how we think, how we feel, mm-hmm. how much sleep we have, how much focus we have. And that's just the. So. Um, when one meditates to find that base frequency, and then one ha- one has a has a baseline to actually go from. That's that's number one. Yeah, and then you can start. You you know, ask ask your spirit. Just experiment with it. You know, hey spirit, can you can you help me with this? Mm-hmm. Hey spirit, don't bring this in. It's working with your own self. It's nothing outside of yourself. I think that's a great way to end this conversation. Beautiful. I um, I personally am going to have to digest this one because there was a ton that I'm going to apply to my own my own practice and day to day. So thank you so much for sharing all the all the value and one thing that I I wrote down here. You were talking earlier, but I wrote there's a Confucius quote or something. It says, "Beware of unearned wisdom." <laughs> you know, you always got to be careful because you come in here and, you know, you're on a journey where you're sharing like such valuable knowledge with me. And so I just want to say that I'm very aware of um, that it's going to take me a minute to kind of get through and digest um, some of what you were talking about and, and what we talked about today. But it's been awesome. Well, thank so, you, Kyle. Appreciate it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, round three will come at some point, I think. Whatever uh, you want. It's, it's so much fun. We could just talk for hours and, um, it's also cool to see how your product has been developing, but also just how things are shifting from a, um, you know, global and national universal level and to, to kind of see how, how it all plays together. And then the last thing I want to say is that rock right there has been in between me and every single guest that I've had on the podcast. I love it. You gave it to me on the first one. That's a blue blue celestite. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad it's uh, the heart chakra. Correct. It's beautiful. Uh, Balance. um, Balance and health and um, just a a, just a a loving frequency out of that. So. And then also you were the first guest, of course, I mentioned, but 
I just appreciate you because you pushed me to start this process, which has led to so much joy. I love sitting down with people and having these conversations and uh, Saturday afternoon today, right? It's just like it's the highlight of my day to do this. So um, thank you for the the nudge to uh, really get into it and, and looking forward to the next conversation. Right on. Thanks, Kyle. Awesome. Okay.